Hello, hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the Unpassed Droids and Unfiltered Ned Natter Radio Show, ready to brighten your day. Well, welcome to Season 4, eh? And first up, it's great to be with you here again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old Natter, but remember, I still don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all, a good laugh. Even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. (laughs) Remember though, you can listen to all my shows again. Yep, they're all safe for you as podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show. And you can't miss this. Here on Two Medicine Farm, life goes on. And we had a couple of events that kind of dominated everything else this last week. Yep, Independence Day and the wife Elsie's birthday. Nobody's exactly sure how old she is. And that's because me mother, old Nan, used Elsie's birth certificate yep, to light up one of her cigarettes. <laughs> it's been causing arguments ever since, but, uh, you know, we think Elsie's over 40, but close to 50. But in fact, she's close to 400. Yep, 400 pounds, that is. <laughs> Going back, let's just say, a few decades, Elsie's birthday made news for the troglodyte family at the time. The local weekly newspaper, you know, the Trogtown Gazette, featured the old-style, you know, births, deaths and marriages column, yeah. The family ended up with three entries in that issue, yeah. First, Elsie's birth, then her parents' marriage, followed by her grandmother's death. Oh, dear. Well, it went in this order, you see. Elsie was born... Three days later, her parents got married. And at the wedding ceremony, the old grandmother, who was 99 years old at the time, took one look at the new baby and dropped dead on the spot. You know, Elsie's pretty much had that effect on most people ever since. Her parents were show folk, if you remember. Her mother, Satana Troglodyte, you know, she played a starring role in several B-movies in the 50s. You know, mostly playing a hideous monster, actually. You know, they love Kastner, oh yeah, because special effects and makeup weren't needed. <laughs> yep, great for all those super low budget or even no budget flicks back then. <laughs> Here in the US, we celebrate Independence Day, and back there in that small old English town where members of the troglodyte family still live to this day. Haunting the place almost. They celebrate Run for the Hills Day to commemorate not the day Elsie was born, oh no, 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 but the day the Trogs, as they were known locally, emerged from the bog and moved into the town. (laughs) Yeah, the place went downhill after that, and in common with the celebrations, most civilised folks went uphill to avoid the former bog trotting horrors. This is Ned Natter here with a Ned Natter radio show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can always find me shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored as podcasts. So if you want repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me political commentating incontinent neighbour, old Brush, through his annual July 4th fireworks party and invited everyone along. Well, as usual, true to form, he said, except the Democrats, oh dear, well, including our new former TV host neighbour, Jeremy Sprung. Mm. Because Elsie's birthday also lands on July 4th, 
I reached a compromise with Old Brush. We uh, we decided to have Elsie's party in the daytime and his fireworks show at night. Well, it made good sense. You know, fireworks are waste in the daylight anyway, aren't they? Added to that, on her birthday, the wife is usually wasted by three in the afternoon. <laughs> the birthday could have been boring, you know, just watching Elsie eat. I mean, we don't need a birthday for that. She never stops anyway. <laughs> so as a kind of cover, I invited everyone. That way, there was a good mix of people, and it's busy enough for Elsie not to notice me absence. <laughs> you know, if I get bored, yeah, usually after 15 minutes, I can wander off to some place quiet where there's only me and me thoughts. See, I gave up drinking alcohol, that is, many years ago. Well, when I realised it was responsible for some of me biggest mistakes in me life, that is, yeah, well, actually, I realised later I was responsible, but the booze, you know, it played a big part in addling me brain into stupefaction. <laughs> the lowlights of me drinking career are still obvious today. Yep, yeah, I know, I'm still married to one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure you don't need help in guessing a few more of them too, yeah. But I'm not getting into that right now. <laughs> This is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Before the party, I had trouble getting Elsie's specially made Empire State Building cake into my truck and later indoors. <laughs> yep, it was a monster, all right. You, well, more like a monstrosity. <laughs> well, but Elsie had no trouble, you know, blowing out the single candle on top or eating the first 39 mm -hmm. floors in record time. Oh dear. That was after we helped her unwrap that birthday present she wanted for the kitchen. Mm, yep, a mixer. No, no, not the countertop job, no, a full-size cement mixer. Um, <laughs> she does use a lot of very heavy ingredients, you know. <laughs> See, I dodged the other gift suggestions. For one, she can't be trusted with an angle grinder. And that 30-foot piece of plastic hose she asked for well it turned out to be part of a do-it-yourself home enema kit <laughs> it's not only nasty thought it's a nasty idea too so i decided i'll just treat her one day and take her to the downtown auto spire yeah they could do me truck at the same time <laughs> I invited old Lonnie, me blind, devoted Democrat neighbour, to Elsie's bash. See, he's always hungry. Yeah, just got back from one of his strange walkabouts in search of roadkill. And we hadn't seen him for a few days. His housemate, you know, the nudist old Fred, found him by the roadside, scraping up another seasonal armadillo pancake. Oh well, anyway, Lonnie had a treat. Yep a day of conventional food. Of course, he wasn't invited to rush the event, not after revealing his Democrat status last time. But old Fred was still invited because Rush was delighted with his research, you know, on the old Republican swingers in the South. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Quinton, me camper tenant and writer is back on cabbage duty after fighting a bout of depression and a near breakdown. So I invited him and his partner Coagulate, you know, along too, 
as you probably recall, Quinton stopped painting nudes and started writing poetry. Well, his collection of poems has grown like me greens. Yep, cabbage life is developing. And he's given me another one to read on my show. And this time it's called Elsie's Birthday Greens. And apparently he wrote it specially for the wife on her birthday. Very nice. So here goes Elsie's Birthday Greens. Elsie's green after munching, cabbages all week for bunching. She cooks the life out of them until they're brown to the stem. But now it's her birthday, she's eaten cake right away. Nobody knows her age, for women that's all the rage. She's not telling, and we're not selling the cabbages until next month. Oh dear, Quinton did take a few days off after his mini breakdown, and I wonder if that was a good idea, what with her half rhyme, half poem combination. <laughs> his partner Coagulat is still, fortunately, I'd say, more peaceful than Quinton. Yeah, he's working on me latest project still. Strawberries for me, pick your own part of the farm. Oh, of course, when it comes to me, mother old nan. She's not fond of Elsie or her parties. So the old crow spent part of the day in her room with an old friend. Well, two to be honest, yep. A crate of whiskey and a surprise visitor. Toshiko Suzuki, me brother Nelson's wife, Heiner's 102-year-old grandmother. Oh, that's a mouthful, isn't it? She's a great drinking, knitting and gambling companion for the old hag nan. Mm. Despite the surname, though, she didn't arrive on two wheels. Oh, no. The poor old dear showed up on a crowded Greyhound bus. And I went to pick her up from the station. She had loads of luggage, too, and even a walk. The tight-fisted lawyer brother wouldn't pay for a flight, so she made her own way here. You know, see Nelson and his new sex therapist wife, Heiner, decided to take two weeks' vacation in Hawaii and left the grandmother home alone. So she went and called up old Nan and in amongst their combined deafness managed to arrange for her to visit. <laughs> I was told about it an hour before the bus showed. Yep, Toshiko's at the station... Go and fetch her, Ned. Mm. There's a Japanese proverb that sums the whole thing up, really, in the, you know, evil cause, evil effect. Yeah. In other words, because of me mean brother Nelson, I ended up with two miserable old crows rather than the usual one in my living room. <laughs> this is Ned Matt here for the Ned Matt Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nedmatter.com. Well, next up, I'm returning to the wife's favourite subject, food, of course. Yep, Elsie's private recipes and ideas for cooking. Her burnt offerings and cookbook from the swamp. Oh dear, I cook my own food. Leave her to that cosy relationship with the old microwave. Here's the next of her so-called recipes. Yep, Elsie's cooking cock-ups. <laughs> so, Warm up your microwave and stand well clear in the cooking process. Yup, usually I stay in the barn behind a concrete wall. The recommended distance is at least 50 feet away. Further the better. So, here it is. Elsie's birthday surprise. You know, before I go on I should mention that so I'm still able to actually do my show, I never eat anything she cooks. <laughs> This time is no exception, birthday or not. 
Lucy gives cooking a bad name, full stop. Anyway, I'm getting away from her surprise recipe here. So right then, this time, she's put it all down on one of her birthday balloons. <laughs> it's her scrawl, all right, but this time it's written with a black sharpie. Mm. First, I need to remind you, Elsie's stuck with a microwave and the com no conventional oven or, or any of them essential kitchen gadgets, and that severely limits some of her crazy ideas. <laughs> so, here it goes. First up, put a very large microwave dish out and, f you know, the really deep and wide ones. She likes the rubber dog balls. <laughs> oh dear, well, add two pounds of jello to four points of ice cream. Here it goes. Mix in one pound of cheese, one pound of sugar, a teaspoon of vinegar, whisk it all up. For that task, Elsie's bought an electric grill again. Yeah. Then add the all-important extras, the surprise part that is. Mm. Two scoops of cocoa powder, a pinch of chilli powder, salt, pepper, and half a pint of Coca-Cola. Oh, the fizz part, I guess, yeah. <laughs> then mix it all together with the electric drill again and then cook it in the microwave for five minutes. Mm. Once it's ready, take it out of the oven, a crowbar, a shovel, as you know, is always handy. And then add a cup of chocolate dots and colourful sprinkles. Oh, that's obviously the festive element. <laughs> and apparently at that point, she says it's ready to eat. Uh, uh. Oh well, we won't be seeing that recipe again. <laughs> By the way, as I've mentioned before, the Ned Nat show will not be held responsible for the results. No, Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. Not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an even stronger oven. And if possible, you know, a standalone concrete bomb-proof building. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can always find me shows at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for your podcasts. So if you want me repeats, or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Staying on the family front when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains, eh? Your <laughs> 95-year-old mother, old nan, yep, the miserable old crow herself has got a little feature on the show. Old Nan Remembers. Oh dear, drunk or sober, this time old Nan's memories about when she didn't have to shave. Before you get distracted and start thinking about legs and landing strips, I'm talking about the old bird's boat race. Yup, her wrinkly old face. Oh dear. You know, she actually gets midday shadow. Yeah, doesn't have to wait for the old popular five o'clock version. No, no, not her. It all happens overnight and first thing. Anyway, she blames the whiskey, actually, you know, but uh, that's not what they call an old... That's an old wife's tale, really, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah, she should know. Anyway, when she was a teenager, her old mother told her that that whiskey puts hairs on your chest. Anyway, in Nan's case, she was wrong. Yeah, and it turned out to be on her face instead. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Well then, that lovely twangy old music means it's time once again for me book review. Yep, 
I've got my hands on a few and I'll feature them right here. Just remember, I've got a great system. If a book's shite, it goes on my compost heap. Sometimes it's really bad, I have to burn it. The middle of the row books go in my giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on my farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, first book is called The Little Room by A. Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, this one's all about one man's search for a little room. Yeah, no, not the one old Rush is always looking for, no. But the place where the author reckons the entire New World Order sits and controls everything. <laughs> he reckons this place is deeply hidden someplace and all the top folks sit there and secretly control the world. Added to that, they're not the elected politicians. Well, I thought that was obvious, you know, politicians rarely get anything done, do they? But this book tries hard to convince you with chapters like Big Brother, Big Tech, Big Farmer, Big Cyber Secrets, Big Business, Big Artificial Intelligence. Yep, that's what I thought. Well, three things actually I thought. First, were the chapter titles written by the guy that used to do Dragnet. Yeah. Yep, big, 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 yep. Second, the dictionary has several other synonyms, you know, for the old word big, doesn't it? Third, is this new world order. If it's so events, you know, daunting and brimming with overbearing egotism, why have they got such a little room? <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, the little room is a fascinating read. So I've decided to burn it. I don't want anyone else having nightmares. <laughs> My second book this time around is called Southern Roadkill Recipes by Scrape M. Upquick. <laughs> oh well, the title says it all I suppose and you thought you'd escape the cringe-worthy anomaly this week. <laughs> oh. We've already visited Lonnie's armadillo pancakes, so I'll leave them off the list and just flick through the pages and pick a few random others instead. So, the first one that jumped out, sorry, no pun intended, well, maybe, <laughs> was Bumper Tenderized Deer. That's an oh deer right there. Mm. The next is Wheel Spun Possum Soup. Then we've got ATV Snake Segments. Then there's Radiator Grilled Crow. I think I've enough. Nope, well, how about just one more for our ardent roadkill fans? Eh? Windshield Squirrel Surprise. That sounds like one of Elsie's recipes right there. Okay, well, I've decided to give this one away. Yep, I'm going to hand this book to old Fred so he can read it to me blind neighbour and roadkill lover, old Lonnie. Well, me lovelies, that's all on my book review feature this time. This is Ned Nat here for the Ned Natter Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can always find me and my shows at nednatter.com. i got a few regular features on my show now, and I hope you enjoy them. First up is me cliché of the day, or me interpretation of it. How about this one then? A chip off the old block. Yeah, we've all heard that one, haven't we? Why? because it describes old Nan's poker face perfectly. <laughs> also, I've got me anomalies from around the world feature for you. Yep, don't panic. 
the anomaly is not about disgusting food no oh no for the next few shows we're going back to look at weird customs instead well weird to us anyway this time it comes from the Malagasy tribe in Madagascar in Florida though the natters are known locally by the shorter name you know the Gassy tribe <laughs> oh dear anyway they're what's called Famadi Hana, or Famadi Hana. <laughs> and their custom is quite interesting. You know, every seven years, they bring the dead bodies of their ancestors along for a little dance. Yep, dancing with a corpse. <laughs> then they wrap them up again in fresh cloth and take them back to the old burial place for another seven-year wait until they decide to bring them out to play again, like a bunch of half-mummified toys. <laughs> Sure, and I thought old Nan smelt fausty enough alive. <laughs> All I can say is this tribe must have an incredibly bad sense of smell. <laughs> Going back to, well, let's just say hideous things. Ding dang. Oh dear, yep, he's finally getting married. Yep, what a surprise, eh? His current girlfriend and third cousin is pregnant with her sixth child, and in this one is definitely Ding Dang's responsibility. Hmm. He says third cousins are okay because she's under 25. <laughs> asked him how that makes any difference, but he says it's not age, Ned, it's 25%. Yep, that's less than 25% blood relatives, so the law deems that okay. I'd just say, oh well. <laughs> Add to that, Darlene Freebird-Smith. <laughs> Her name is local, yeah. Ding Dang didn't have to go far to find her, and she was very available too. Well, one look at her and you'd see why. <laughs> anyway, next week, they're getting hitched, and we're all invited to that event. <laughs> That's got to be the oh dear of the year right there. <laughs> Nevertheless, we've still got me fireman's quote of the week. Oh dear, well, so here's Ding Dang's southern quote. This time, it's... Over the shoulder boulder holders. And this is how Ding Dang describes his soon to be new wife's bra. And according to him, without one, she has to tuck them into her socks. Oh, I've heard of hanging around and making a nuisance of yourself, but that's just far too much information. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And when I'm not here, you can find near me shows at nednatter.com. After the birthday bash, we left Elsie to sleep it off. Yeah, she was finished for the day. Eating that is... <laughs> we thought a young dolly and me headed over to old Rush's July 4th party. We took Nan and the old hag and uh, Grandma Toshiko with us. The old dears were only there for the free food and the booze and a chance at scalping a few of the lazier guests in a high-stakes poker game. <laughs> oh well, after heading over to Rush's Stonewall Jackson Farm, I realised it meant an entire night of bad nightmares. Yep, listening to old Rush and the latest far-fetched second-hand news from the right of centre and then having to get it all in instalments Yep, he's always rushing off at a moment's notice. With a weak bladder, Rush didn't like the sound of folks drinking, 
any kind of running water or liquids sets him off. <laughs> anyway, the poor old mucker's still paying attention to his obsessive political agenda. His folks have been working on getting every possible vote for their GOP buddies. Up until now, the ideas have been wacky, weird and outright stupid, but now they've decided on doing a nationwide patriotic July 4th party. Yep, it's the approach to sign up new folks, you see, and they've called it the Drink and Vote Drive. <laughs> I assume that most of the guests will be too drunk to drive at that point anyway. When Rush first saw old Grandma Toshiko, he was keen to mention Pearl Harbor. Yep, sensitive man, inappropriate <laughs> as usual. But we're talking about Rush, aren't we? You know, I was taken aback when Toshiko was ready with a rapid retort, though. No! Yep, and a hand gesture referring to Rush and his very small set of equipment. I'll leave it like that. <laughs> Anyway, old Rush ended up redder than usual and struck out. Yep, straight to the restroom. Probably to have a look, I suppose. <laughs> After all, I always think international problems are best kept in the family, don't you? On the other hand, I'm convinced old Rush is now on the Japanese grandma's shiitake list. <laughs> <laughs> Probably close to the top as well, yep. Toshiko seems to dislike men anyway, and when I asked old Nan, she told me that the 102-year-old grandma had given up chasing men, you know, when she was 85. And apparently, she wasn't fast enough anymore. Of course, my mother old Nan is still trying at 95, but she doesn't rely on speed at all. Oh no, with her, it's all about cunning and outfoxing the unsuspecting victim. You know, most days, she's like a wrinkly Venus flytrap, even when she hasn't got her teeth in. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show, and when I'm not here, you can find me and the shows at nednat.com. We got to meet our latest neighbour too, and this was a big oh dear for Rush anyway. Yeah, old Jeremy Sprung turned out to be two things strictly off Rush's limited agenda. Mm. Sprung is a staunch, lifelong Democrat and a big fundraiser too. Mm. Add to that, he really put the cat among the pigeons. Yep, and this isn't even me cliche segment. Mm. Sprung brought his wife, his girlfriend and his younger mistress along to Rush's barbecue. <laughs> well, for one... It increased, I suppose, at least Rush's vocabulary instantly. He learnt all about polyamorous relationships. Yep, Rush can find him later, though. He reckoned when he looked up Polly on his phone. See, he couldn't find the word in his ranch dictionary anywhere. No, polyamorous wasn't anywhere to be seen. But he did find two things online. Yep, Polly is a popular name for a parrot. And according to him, they are mostly Democrats. So he said, Democrat parrots rush, are you sure? He said, no, no, but Democrats do repeat everything in parrot fashion and have these bizarre, unconventional relationships too. <laughs> oh dear. He's out of touch with a political angle and everything, isn't he? 
Yep, that's why it's always interesting to have the old mucker featured on me show. <laughs> on that note, I'm thinking of getting a few polytunnels for me latest thing. Yep, I thought I'd grow a few herbs. Yep, no, 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 not that kind of thing. No, 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 just the like things like, uh, you know, mint, thyme, kind of things like that. Yep. Add to that, I even got confused with old Jeremy Sprung too. You know, when I spoke to him away from Rush, he told me how he originally wants to be a conductor, not a TV presenter. There I was thinking, you know, Berlin Philharmonic or some kind of great orchestra, something grand and famous. But no, he was talking about becoming an Amtrak conductor. All aboard then. Then Rush had another comeback. He said the only thing in Sprung's favour is that he hasn't got a beard. See, Rush hates them, just like old Nan. Yep, that's why I grew one. Yep, in the oak, the old crow would stay well out of me way. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Show. And when I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednat.com. Once the fireworks had disappeared into the night, Nan and Toshiko, locally known as the Card Sharp Sisters, <laughs> had three packs of fresh cards ready to sculpt Rush and his guests in the poker game of the year. The old dears were already full of alcohol, but their poker faces were ready and waiting. In fact, they looked like they'd been recently broken off the side of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Rush reckoned he'd been weaned on poker, but within an hour, old Nan had weaned him from his cash reserves. It was a return to a new game, Flush Rush versus High Card Flush. I don't know how she does it, but old Rush definitely got flushed. On the other hand, both her and Toshiko arrived with them long sleeves. You know, the excuse was getting bitten by the mosquitoes. You know, I reckon they both had more than an ace up their baggy old sleeves. Yep. Well, more like an entire deck, I reckon. Mm. I call that old crow collusion, don't you, you know? <laughs> yeah, two of them at it. Either way, they both came away richer, with old Nan slurring on with alcoholic breath about that annoying winning streak of hers. <laughs> oh well, and before that party was over, we were treated to Rush's latest Tennessee teaser. Yep. That's his own homegrown style of humour. This time, it's he doesn't know whether to check his ass or scratch his watch. That's an original, isn't it? Russ must have been talking about himself this time, though, after getting rolled on the poker table by old Nan and older Toshiko. <laughs> Poor old mucker. This is Ned Nat here, the Ned Nat Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can always find me shows again at nednat.com, where they're all stored as podcasts for you. So, if you want me repeats, and listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. By the way, I'm still having these really weird dreams, you know. Oh yeah, my most recent one was definitely a nightmare. Oh dear, well I went to visit Washington DC again. Not Congress this time, though. No, nope. The worst part was driving me tractor along Independence Avenue. Mm, kind of suspicious, isn't it? <laughs> suspicious looking, full stop. But <laughs> I was there to meet me senator to discuss some farming issues. Oh dear. If that was the case in real life, away from dreamland, I'd be there for a bleeding year. 
Added to that, it'll probably take me 18 months to get there by tractor, you know. <laughs> Anything over 10 mile an hour feels dangerous on that thing. The top speed is about 14 mile an hour, and I'd have to dodge all the freeways. <laughs> anyway, that's not the worst bit of me dream, is it? No. Once I parked up my tractor and had a look round, I found myself in this big, grand room being addressed by the new Poet Laureate. Yep, it turned out to be me camper farmhand, Quinton Fairbanks Buchanan Smythe. <laughs> now, if that's not a nightmare, I'd like you to let me know what is. <laughs> I went without me weekly fair trade coffee and vegan cake this week. Vegan neighbour, young Alice Jones, the highlight of me week, is as usual dodging Rush and his tedious party. Mm, she also likes to give Elsie a wide berth too. And believe me, that's not easy in a narrow road. Alice is off to a treat in New Mexico in celebration of World UFO Day. You know, I'm not really that interested in UFOs but I'd have been happy to go with her and dodge Rush and the wife Elsie too. The only thought on me mind now with Alice is that she's more likely to adopt a bleeding alien than me. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with Ned Natter Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednatter.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. Right then, me first item comes from Victor Vincenz in Virginia. And he wants to let me know about Virgin's new spaceship. Yeah, he's asking me if I think the Mile High Club is now going to be a thing of the past. Well, Victor, you've got a point there, all right? Yeah, after all, who wants to head to the blocked up toilets on a 777 when you can do it on the ceiling? in zero gravity. <laughs> I can just see the Out of Orbit Club arriving soon. Or maybe it should be called the, uh, you know, Orbiting Orgasm Society. That's right, OOS or OOS for short. <laughs> if you ask me, there's going to be a lot more OOS than there are R's up there. <laughs> the second item comes from Amelia Augustine in Atlanta. She's letting me know about this obsession with finding new names for babies, yeah. Mm. Mind you, it might be going too far. She read recently folks were naming their kids after fashion brands, yeah. Oh dear, oh, I've heard of Dior and Chanel already, but Abercrombie and Fitch is taking things far too far. But that's at the upper end of the fashion market, isn't it? You know, I'm thinking of how things change further down the chain, you know, Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> Nickname Fruit, yep. Faded Glory. Oh dear, that sounds uh, more like morning glory to me. No boundaries? Well, that's not good for a girl, is it? <laughs> so they're not stopping at fashion, are they? There's products too. How about Rubbermaid? Oh, might get some attention there. Sounds more like a fetish to me, eh? <laughs> Ikea? Oh, that's definitely got a few angles, hasn't it? <laughs> Crate and barrel. Well, I'd say that was far from a glamorous option to live with, is it? <laughs> and then, of course, there's the old favourite Walmart. You know, hardly original, is it? I mean, there's already one in every town and city already, isn't there? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but when you can't find me here. 
here. You can find me at where they're all stored, done shows as podcasts. So if you want repeats, I can handle listening to my voice all over again. You can stop by and say hi. Me dubious con man agent 50% has lined me up with a new ad this week. It's rather on topic with, with everyone chatting you know, around about uh, travelling and vacations, eh? Old 50% likes to tell me how he's up to date with most things as he's in the centre of everything that's happening. Yep, well, New York City, yep. Then he likes to remind me that I'm stuck in the muddy Florida backwards. Away from everything, he says. Well, he's got a point there, all right. I'd hate to live next door to him. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, here goes, me lovelies. So you've heard of ecotourism and adventures to the back of beyond. Really up close and personal with the natives is how we see it here at Can Ebal's World Travel Inc. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, you've heard the cliche, you are what you eat. Well, our exclusive package tours to the African jungle, you're exactly that. So keep up with the new leader in ecotourism today. Don't get left behind. Well, not unless you want to be enjoyed by the next hungry sub-Saharan African tour party. Mm. <laughs> so reach out to us today at makenobonesaboutit.org and start to plan your trip now. By the way, this week only, we've got one-way flights at half price, so don't forget to contact us today. <laughs> you know, that sounds just great. You know, as an additional birthday treat, I'll get Elsie on the next tour. Yep, she'll certainly give him some food for thought, eh? <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, me show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's it, me lovelies. And on that note, I better go. So until next time, remember, farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and it gave us an hand. Yep, sure it matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays wouldn't be much fun, would they? Eh? In the meantime, you can always find me in the radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all saved for you there as podcasts too. Yep. Added to that, there's my social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat show soon. So, until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, my lovelies.